Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hello, and welcome to Kaha Chaim with me, Helena Baker, and my fiancé, Michal Romanov. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Michael. Um, currently, I work as an economist, and I'll tell you more about myself later. So mysterious. Okay. My name is Helena. I'm much less mysterious. Um, I made Alia two and a half years ago from England. Um, I now live in Tel Aviv, which is where we live together in Kikarabin. We shan't, we won't give the street name. That's, that's probably a bit. There is a thing in Tel Aviv that you meet someone from Tel Aviv and you're always immediately like, oh, what street, what number? Like it's very Tel Aviv. I don't know where that is. I think it's, it's a small city. Like people very immediately small. won't know. There actually, yesterday we came home and people had been like checking the electricity boxes in our building. So mm-hmm. anyway, we, we live near Ish Kikarabin in that vicinity. Um, I um, made Aliyah, um, I did Open Etzion in Yerushalayim, um, since then I've done many Opans, but we'll talk about that soon, and now I'm in a business called English Speaking Networking Group, which is a networking group for English speaking business owners looking to gain more clients. Um, I very briefly want to touch on my current obsession and love, which I'm afraid is not you, Michael, but of course I do love you, it's um, Love Island. Uh, <laughs> he's shaking his head, which you can't see. <laughs> um, this isn't much to do with our podcast, which, by the way, is called Kahachayim and is a podcast about love, life, and religion in Israel. Um, I'm very briefly going to touch on Love Island because I think this episode was really interesting that I just watched. Um, love Island, if you don't know, is a reality TV show, basically where you have to be in a couple. So that's the aim of the, of the game. And there's a couple that's been there since the start. And it became clearer and clearer to the viewers that the guy was really in it so he could win and the girl really loved him. But the girl couldn't see it because she was in love. And today on the show, she finally said, listen, I know you don't love me and I want to leave the show. It's like three days, so it's very close to the end. And I was just really impressed. That the some... whole thing last three days? No, that there's three more episodes left till it's uh, done. Okay. That was really unclear. Are you excited it's almost done? Uh, yes. <laughs> Um, and I was really impressed because I think when you love someone, it's very hard to, to like to see to see for yourself that they actually don't love you back. Like it's really hard to admit it. Plus, she has three more days. So like, what does she really have to do? And I was really impressed. I thought that was impressive. No, I wasn't really following, but sure. I think it's impressive as a woman to be able to say, "Listen, you don't love me. You don't love me for who I am. I'm not going to change for you." And let's call it. I think that's it's the most shallow thing that TV show, and I don't think. It deserves the in-depth look you give it, but I think it's sure. a serious analysis of so of socioeconomic romance in the mm. 21st century. We'll move on from Love Island. Um, but if anyone does watch it, feel free um, to DM me later. We're now going to move on to obviously a more prevalent topic, which is Hebrew. Mm-hmm. Michael, how do you think my Hebrew is? Elena's Hebrew is great. Yeah. Yes. You really think I that? Could run this podcast in Hebrew completely in Hebrew and she would have been fine. We would lose our target audience though, which is mostly our limb and Jews living in the Galus. But if you, um, so we're gonna talk about, firstly about Hebrew and the issue of speaking Hebrew in this country. Now my Hebrew, like you said, is pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. And the issue is that I will speak to people in Hebrew 
particularly at the gym, which is my prime example. And Israelis have a problem that they can't really admit that they don't speak English so well. Now, your English happens to be very good, Nakhon. Mm-hmm. But most Israelis um, don't really get involved uh, in speaking Hebrew. But you know where that's coming from, right? It's not that they do on purpose. It's not Dafka to Helena. They just don't like to admit that they can't. Sp- they don't like to admit they can't speak English. Firstly, if you ask any Israeli, any Israeli, do you speak Hebrew? Anyone under the age Hebrew? Is, do you speak English? Anyone under the age of sixty will say yes, yes, of course. I speak English good. I speak it. A- That's a really bad accent. Can you do it better? No, I'm not doing accents, okay. but. Everyone thinks because they went to school and they studied English and they think their English is good and they rather practice their English than to let you practice your, most of the time, not you, but other suspects, their pretty bad Hebrew and they won't understand the other side, so it's... But usually you're, easier. It's a self-perpetuating cycle. Like, Olim don't speak English, don't speak Hebrew, because Israelis won't reply to, will reply to them in English. So it never, it never ends. If Olim were one whole unit, then you must be right. But Olim are very big group of units of one. And most of them are very happy to get English from the other side, even if it's a terrible English, then than trying their hardest to explain things in Hebrew without success most of the time. I don't know if you explain that so well, actually, but I understand where you're coming from. Can I mention your background slightly? A little bit. I'm going to explain it a little bit. Uh, Michal's nervous to expose too much of our personal lives, but we're going to slowly. Um, so Michal is from the child of a Russian Ole, a Russian Olim, actually, not just Ole. Um, who made Aliyah in the 90s, uh, the late 80s, and when the wall came down, which is another story that maybe we'll, we'll speak of another day. 1990s, not late 80s. When did they come? They 1990. came in 1990. 1990. Okay, they came in 1990. Um, and they had a very different Aliyah from us Anglos. We think we had it hard, but we were very blessed in many ways. But no one spoke Russian to your parents. They just had to learn. Um, now, we are big proponents of uh, Olim speaking Hebrew in this country as... Um, children of all in ourselves. So we've come up with some Hebrew TV shows that I've watched alone or we've watched together that I think have helped us not only, or helped me, sorry, obviously Hebrew is very good, have helped me not only understand Hebrew, speak better Hebrew, sorry, but also understand more about Israel and how Israel works. Um, the first one and my favourite one we're going to talk about is Shabab Nakim. Do you know why Shabab Nakim is my favourite TV show? Of course, because you see very nice young men dressed like Haredim and it's your fantasy. I think there's something really sexy about a black hat. If you wore a black hat to our wedding... Oh, we're engaged. If you wore a black hat to our wedding, I'd be really happy. I'll be very sad. You're going to wear a keeper though, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to buy you a nice black keeper. I don't like the Khilani keepers they wear. Um, okay, so Shabab Nakim is basically about four Haredi guys. Um, they are in yeshiva. And they, it's about their lives, and it's very funny. Um, I obviously do enjoy, the truth is, watching the Haredi lifestyle. Um, but even you enjoy it. Why do you enjoy Shabab Nikum? I think it sometimes can be funny, and they do a good job with the storytelling. Yeah, it's a comedy. It's funny. It's pretty funny. Not laugh out loud, but it's fairly funny. 
Um, okay, another one that um, we really enjoyed was MasterChef. Mm-hmm. I um, did a binge of MasterChef. Yes, you, you <laughs> tried, you didn't finish it. Yeah, because these are all available um, online. Uh, the most recent um, season of MasterChef, which I watched live, which was very exciting because no one ruined the ending for me, as um, somebody did when I was watching, not saying who, when I was watching MasterChef the first season, somebody uh, went, oh, that person won. <laughs> but for this season, I, I watched live, which was really nice. And we actually met two of the stars. I met one in my office, which was super random. I don't think she had great things to say about the experience. And another was Bachi. Bachi, mm-hmm. how do you pronounce it? I don't know, I'm not sure. Is it a normal Israeli name, this name? But Shai, yes. But she is like more of a nickname, I guess. It's a weird, I never heard it before. You're here not to... Have you heard it before? Yes. Oh yeah? People say it? Yes. Okay. Um, Do you want to tell the story of how we met her? Mm -hmm. So it was just a few days after we got engaged. I think it was a day. Maybe. And I was waiting for Helena to come back from, I guess, some... I was at a meeting, I think. I had a backpack with me. Yes, so she was carrying a heavy backpack and she was coming from a meeting, I guess. And I know Helena is obsessed. I knew then that Helena is obsessed with MasterChef. And I just happened to cross and meet uh, Batshai. But Helena wasn't there. So I had to stall and let Batshai wait and ask her to wait. And you use the engagement as like a hook to be like, oh, you must wish her Mazel Tov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will make her the happiest person ever. But when you propose, maybe the happiest person ever. This was just an icing <laughs> on top of the cake. So I told her to wait. She was very kind and she waited. Yeah, she was very sweet. And at the same time, I really had no clue how long Helena will take and she almost ran out of battery on her phone and I really hate her rushing so and yet I asked her you to called rush me and you said run and I really thought something was wrong because you're really anti me rushing in general he's like run 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 I'm like is everything okay no I said wrong? I just said it's worth it I didn't say anything uh, serious and then I ran and he said, I'm with somebody, and I was trying to work out who it was. And then I saw them across the road, and I, I really felt starstruck in a way, you know? She's mm. like, it was very cool. Indeed, yeah. And she was super nice. Yeah. And I was very gross, and I was also very embarrassed, because I was, like, very hot. I mean, it wasn't even the summer yet, but it was still quite hot. The summer is like, I think next year we're going to go to England for the summer. What do you think? It's, we'll go away. We'll you know, it's 22, de- it's 22 degrees in England right now. Good. It's a beautiful weather. So that's how we saw Bachi. Um, and we do recommend MasterChef. We, it's, yeah. great, it's great. And lots of food. It does make you hungry, though. So have some like healthy snacks with you. Or yeah, not. Yeah. Also, we don't judge here. It's okay. Um, another good food one is boiler quality. Um, now, I have to be honest that generally this is quite easy to understand. So just going back to Shababdikim and MasterChef, they are both very good for Olim in, in all seriousness because the language is pretty... When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Easy. Although on Shabablikim, sometimes they kind of speak about Haredi stuff, which is a bit harder, but even you sometimes don't know what they're talking about, so it's also okay. I, I'm not bothered by it, but yeah. <laughs> 
and boiler quality is another really good one to understand the only issue with that sometimes is that you have people talking about like their experiences in the army or they're talking about like random terminology so it can be a little bit tricky but it's another fairly easy one to understand the narrator always tries to be yeah, extra, extra brainiac and smart sounding and make interesting and peculiar comments which are harder to understand but that's the fun of it he's an extremely funny guy Ayal Shini on MasterChef also he's very hard to understand Ayal Shini but Ayal Shini I just didn't listen to like I was very chill not to understand him and I just did like I just from his facial expression I understood if he was happy or sad most of the time but the other three were fine um so Bola Khuliti is basically come down with me. So same principle. I don't know if I have in the States actually. It's very big in England and I think they stole it they did steal it for they like paid us for it. I don't know if you have a similar thing in America. But basically there's four people or four couples or five and every night they invite someone else. And either three couples or five individuals. This year it's it's, it's individuals, last year it was couples, I prefer couples, but that's a me thing. Um and they invite each other around and they and they every night they mark each other out of ten and the person with the most marks wins essentially. Now, what's really interesting about Wood Quality is they always take like five people from very different backgrounds. So you kind of see obviously an extreme version, but an understanding of kind of all of Israeli society as it were. Is that fair to say? Very fair. How do you feel about Wood Quality as an authentic Sabla? It's a very good TV show. Nothing is authentic about it because they take extreme cases and put them in a reality TV show and they probably tell them to be interesting and funny. And I don't think they tell them. I think if you want to be on a reality TV show, then you already, you know... You're, yeah, you're a specific person that might have a tendency into being more extreme and it's like love island also people on there are already inclined what i would say is interesting about this season of i'm going to say love island of boiler quality is that last week it was based in tel aviv and it was really interesting because everyone was more or less normal just with like slight tweaks whereas this week it's been quite painful to watch because everybody's so weird and so fucked up that it's like yeah they live around haifa and around haifa you also have a moshav uh, an Arab village, um, someone who lives in a very nice uh, villa or someone who lives in a very nice uh, apartment building. You kind of um, need like one or two like semi-normal to keep it and this week they're all kind of crazy. Like there's an Arab who is very very misogynistic which pisses me off and you, the Moroccan woman is really grating on you because mm-hmm. she just... Yeah she's 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 in love with herself and she really tr- tries to win it no matter what. I think and she'll she... win, which upsets me. Well, we don't know yet. We'll Lastly, see. they also had um, a Philipp- like an Israeli, well, an Israeli who was who was from Philippine, Philippines. She was born here. I was trying to say, I don't know how to say it nicely. Like, it's cool. Like An Israeli-born. Filipino heritage. Yeah. And that was also really interesting as well. And now I follow her on Instagram and she's cool. She's like a plus size influencer or she wants to be, I think, really more the point. Um, so listen, this season I wouldn't say is the best season in my opinion. I think the couple seasons is a little bit more what to do, but we're, we it's a good one to watch. Okay. Now Now I'm gonna give my recommendations. Oh, I still want to, okay, I'll come back. So I have two recommendations about two TV shows that Helena will struggle to watch. Oh, because of, I thought because of the Hebrew, it's not, it's because of no, the it's thing, okay. Yeah, you have a problem watching those specific TV shows. 
Um, it's interesting. It's two Israeli original TV shows that had that got a US and American version. Oh yeah, I watched this one with you. The final. Um, in in the case of Chatufim, the first TV show what is Chatufim. Kidnapped. Oh. It's oh, about. Lachtov? No. Yes. Yeah. It's about the story, very similar to the story of the of the way the Lebanon Second War in 2006 started. So they take some um, in some stuff that happens there, and they make it into a very interesting. TV show. Um, I recommend everyone to watch it. They have, I think, two seasons. It's very interesting, very on point with most of the way the country was acting in those years. And it's a very uh, sensitive topic. What would you say the Hebrew? Is it beginner, advanced, intermediate? What we're saying? Beginner, I think. I, d- I doubt that, I think. So advanced. Okay. <laughs> and I, how, how much prison was there in it? Why didn't I watch it? A lot. It? Because oh, it's about, yeah. he was held in a prison. Okay, so I don't watch TV shows with prison in prison. I have an issue with And uh, everyone probably knows that the American version is Homeland, which is oh, a shit, very, I didn't very realize successful... That. You should have led with that. I think that was important. A very, very successful TV show, which I also enjoyed, even though they started to come up with the craziest It was many story. seasons, Homeland, no? Yeah, they But wait, Homeland to... has prisons in it? Yes, of course. Oh, that's why he's a, he's a, uh, Okay, I saw prisons and I don't watch. He's a prisoner of war. The oh, name of the TV show is a prisoner of war. But prisoner of war. of war I can cope with more better than someone going to prison like as a civilian, you know that? Because it's no, less likely that I'd be in a, like, in an army and have to go to prison of war. Okay. Like, my, my anxiety is around going to prison as a civilian. So but I could probably cope with that. Okay, I will recommend you to watch it. <laughs> and kvodo? Kvodo, it is. Say what it, it means. means your haunt, your honor in English, and it's also uh, quite a new TV show in Hebrew. Um, I think like maybe it started four or five years ago. And last like I think less than a year ago, it got an an American version with Brian Cranston. Is he from um, Breaking Bad? Yes. Um, the Israeli version is amazing. So it's about uh, a family of a judge that that lives in Be'er Sheva and works in Be'er Sheva. And he deals with the, the underground, uh, the mobster scene of Be'er Sheva, which includes Bedouin families, Russian families, and... Ooh how everything is clashing in between it's 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 very well written very very interesting story in my opinion and it shows a side that people don't think this very small country has uh, and i think there are similar stories really happening in real life and the south and the american version takes the story that happens in Beersheva with Bedouin and Russians and brings it to the United States. Where did they put it? Like where in the States? I'm not sure. Uh, with Latinos and with Blacks. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's a very interesting transition to see what character uh, get, got the Israeli version and the American version. Okay. You can continue now. Thank you. I have two more shows. 
Well, three. I have Stissel, which I mean, I'm sure everyone has watched. And if you haven't, you should. The really good thing about Stissel is they speak so slowly, and the Hebrew is like very basic. Like it's really, really good for beginners. So I really recommend that. Um, the second to last one is Merchak Magia, which Merchak Magia. Merchak Magia. Uh, which we actually started watching when we first dated. We watched it, ironically, separately, because merchak means separate. Like, merchak is distance. Whatever, like, yeah, and, uh, the so, length of a distance. So we, were, we watched it merchak. If Shalagid, we watched it merchak. Yeah, we watched, um, each of us watched it in, their, in our own rented with the housemates. Oh, I was in my house. We only just started dating. But it's about a Russian... Ole, ironically, who falls in love with a Haredi Why girl? Because you're Russian. Oh. Kind of. And I'm the Haredi girl in this in this scene. Um, and about how they fall in love. And it's really great. And it's on Amazon. It used to be on Amazon Prime, and I assume it still is. And that was awesome. And the last one, which if you haven't watched, you've got to watch, is Kuparashit, which is about Israeli supermarkets now. Very. Brief. They like take the office. It was yeah, after okay. having a less successful. Uh, tried to have an Israeli yeah. office. Yeah, it was terrible. They it, like ended after one season. Now they took the office idea and put it on an Israeli supermarket in Yavne, which is like a perfect random place in Israel. Um, and what's really some people can be from Yavne. It's not random. It's, it's a, a very random city. Yavne. Okay. I'm gonna discuss it. Uh, no, I'm not. But Olim don't know what you, where Yavne is. It's a school in England. That's what I think about if you said to me Yavne. It's also a street in Tel Aviv. Okay, no, Okay, so Kubarashit. Now, it's um, can we can we do the debut part? No. 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 Okay, there's many parts. There's a Russian. Yeah, they make fun of everyone. Yeah, they make so... fun of everyone, so it's fine. There's a Russian Allah, There's an Arab guy. There's like Kochava, who's like an ass. Fecha, but yeah. So what I really like about Kubarashit also is that those of you who don't know me know I'm very passionate about how it's terrible Israeli supermarkets are, and I'm very vocal about this fact. Only yesterday I had a terrible experience at Yechalanov um, where someone was unable to give someone a receipt. The whole process took 20 minutes. You want to tell your story about today in the, in the fruit store, actually? That was funny. In the fruit store? In Gebat Shmuel. Oh, yeah, we had a guy that brought his uh, car. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Part to the Coupa. to the Coupa, to the register and a woman stood behind him and while he was taking things out and and letting the the, the worker is hard in English. Isn't the it? the kupai, yeah, the worker, in to weigh his things. He kept on bringing more things, and it was I I held a very heavy 
watermelon behind them and there wasn't any place to put it and me and the lady that was after after him were like quite in shock i don't know why because it's very common in israel no no in israel what you'll see a lot if this isn't true is you'll go to a supermarket and there'll be a husband standing with the agala at the till register and his wife is like doing the shopping and coming back to like fill up it's true i've seen this a few times but in that case, nothing takes that much time. This is terrible comparing behavior. Comparing to veggies and fruits okay. that each of them needs to be uh, specifically weighted. You want to do the, the say what happened quickly at Benga? But oh, sorry, we're not going to say the names. But, oh, we did. We said we said the names of supermarkets. It's fine. We've been sued once already. We'll be sued again. Um, about the Kupa Eats at Mega Air, what she? Yeah, she was uh, casually while at work sitting at the cash register watched a video in youtube of pimple popping while she was working whilst yeah it was very it was it was intriguing i would say okay. but uh yeah i don't think it was we... a good idea and i i wouldn't let anyone i know do that whilst working yeah we live oh. very close it's our closest supermarket um but i'm currently bo- actually i went today so i broke the boycott the today dafka the service was okay but i have good podcasts to listen to on friday but in general the in megabyte air they're really doing you a favor in order to do your service like they really they really can't be asked they really just want to schmooze amongst one each other in russian and they really could not care less about giving you any time of day although once my, my most fun part of megabyte air was once there was an american guy there who didn't speak english didn't speak hebrew and i was a translator and i thought really I felt proud of myself in that moment. You know, so often people of... in this era would ask me directions and I can now tell them where they're going in here. <laughs> That's my problem. You can or can't? I can. Oh, so finally. Someone, we were once here. Finally, and... I remember how you used to send people in the, the wrong direction. One time I told a person the wrong, the wrong number. Like, no, say... you sent them to the wrong direction. Yeah. No, also the wrong number I did once. Oh, yeah, you don't know where we live. No, not... we just moved. Okay, anyway. So that's all the TV shows. Um... If there are any TV shows you think we've missed, um, please email us. We will be giving out the email address shortly. Um, we'd definitely love to announce them on next week's podcast or maybe watch them ourselves. Um, now, the next part we want to talk about is what I think is, um, I was, I was I say, fairly lucky. I'm, I'm Michel, and Michel is obviously Israeli and has helped me a lot to understand and to kind of navigate Israel, specifically as a business owner. Um, so every week he'll be bringing something from his that, that it's more difficult for us as our limb to access let's say even with my exceptional hebrew and he's going to talk us through something and um, that will hopefully be helpful and educational is that fair i mean we'll come up with a snappy mm. name for it michael's corner michael's i don't know i don't make any promises but we're going to discuss something okay. interesting i encountered online okay. so the first is a very nice uh, article by the marker which is a very known uh, economy jur- journal ah, in yes, Israel. The, 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 con- eco- <laughs> the economy. it's not the economist <laughs> no but i'm saying no one's it's not like i read economy journals you know even in english yeah. it's not like um you're saying as if people are reading them okay so um to this in this um in this article they they tell about they give few examples about how much it costs per specific uh, region um, families individuals to live the life they they lead and in the area where they live so I'll there are I think five examples here five stories specific stories 
I don't think they they claim to represent anything larger than them specifically, but they do have a certain they are good examples of a certain way of living and a certain style and life that's that they lead. So the first example is a family that lives uh, near Hebron um, in, in a settlement. Where's Hebron, tell us. Um, south north. South to Jerusalem and the over the Green Line. And it's really just people who live there mostly, no? No, uh, no not necessarily. But like hardcore Zionists, they live in, over the Green Line, Everyone with their ideology. Not everyone goes there because of ideology. Some people go there because it's, it's cheap. cheap. Yeah. Okay. So these two families, they so these this family, um, the husband is forty year old. The wife is 37 year old. He's um, he's a lawyer, uh, independent lawyer, and she's a gym instructor in a, in a, in the high school in, in a, the the school in Kiryat Arba. They have five kids: 15, 12, 7, 5, and a year and a half. They claim to have the best view in Israel. <laughs> which when you see it you might understand why they would yeah, say that it does fun. look very nice should we go live in Hebron? no thank okay. you they live in a small yeshuv with 1990 families they bought the the ground on which they built their house for 200,000 shekels they built a 10 room Whoa. Uh, 10 room house it took them two years for 1.6 million shekels. Wow, so, amazing. Yeah. It, it wow, is. it's beautiful. You it's guys can't impressive. see the pictures, but it's it's really nice. It's like it is very Well, they have a pool. Yes. They have a stunning pool. Wow. So the article specifies their how much money they spend. Um they 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 live life to the fullest. They spend 35,000 shekels a month. So just go over like the main important things. The mas- the mortgage is f- yeah. 5.2. At first they lived in rent, then they moved to their own house. And as I told you, 1.8 total. And they have very little left. It's like the last few years of their mortgage, as they say. The, it's interesting you're scrolling past it, but I think the fa- the limo de yoladim, the school fees the, for the kids is only 1.2, which I think is... Per month. No, it's oh, it's per money. month. Yeah, for five, for five kids. kids, I think it's good. I'm from England, so it's for, but in America, it's compared to America, it's very cheap. They're able to save two point four thousand shekels, which it's I not think, if they already have a house, okay, and I'm sure they do give money to their kids to like for their kids' future. I think it is quite impressive. They spend only eight thousand shekels on food. We spend eight thousand shekels on food sometimes. Yeah, and they have two cars, one oh, and lease three point nine. Um, I will give you the link so you. Yeah, can... we'll put them in the show notes. So and the, the other one is a Tel Aviv guy. Ooh. Oh God, I'm a guy scared. lives in. <laughs> How much is he spending a month on his rent? So he spends oh. three point three for rent. His. Uh, it's his own place. There's no, no way. No, no, no. He, he, he has roommates. a roommate, yeah, housemate. Um, he spends 800 shekels. He works as a freelance photographer. He's freelance. How do you feel about that? 
Okay. Um, he works as a photographer. He buys in the supermarket. He also mentioned Tif Tam specifically. Why that do you go to the most expensive supermarket? Because that's place? the one that's closest, and I feel and I like that's okay. the life I used to have. I work very hard to make sure shopping is not the most expensive in all of this. And shops. he said he, he spends eight hundred shekels on world and eight hundred shekels on supermarket. He's Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv. Most of the time he eats in his um, what um, in in the events that he films yeah. and photographs. Um, also, what was interesting, um, his biggest spend was uh, was uh, gifts. So wedding weddings. Gifts. We yeah. had uh, I I had three weddings this month, so uh, we we are <laughs> I'll spend ourselves by a lot. We should talk. We should do an episode on weddings. Actually, it's a good one. Definitely. It's yeah. it's a uh, weddings in Israel are a different beast to what they are. What's and that? he. He tells about the building he lives in that the whole building is owned by one guy. Really? And every almost everyone is there for a very long time. It's very interesting to people whose grandparents bought property in Tel Aviv in like the sixties. Oh, they are living. They're living the dream. It's like having parents who bought property in high Central tech, London. High tech is the dream. This is nothing. No, if your father, like grandparents, had bought property in the sixties, we'd be living life. Okay. We do live life. Definitely. And mom's amazing, even though she didn't so, invest. So, that's it for now. In, the, in, my, in this article, I'll recommend everyone to read it. I don't know how the Google Translate works with it, but... So there's uh, lots of pictures, and, and the, the, it's, it's an easy-to-read article because the important stuff is like highlighted at the top, like it yeah. just goes over. And I think, especially people who live in Tel Aviv or who maybe want to live in Tel Aviv, it's very interesting to see how much he spends a, spends a month. Cause... He spends 400 shekels on cigarettes. Okay, and I yeah. saw, oh, and 400 shekels on coffee, which is... Oh uh, my God, that's so Tel Aviv, so pretentious. But what not I'm... Not that pretentious. No. 400 shekels how much is you, not that how much. How much do we spend on coffee it's... a month? I'm nervous. Do we spend about that? I don't yes. drink coffee, it's just you. What's 400 shekels? It's 12 shekels it's a day. It's 100 pounds. It's 12 shekels a day. Okay. You spend on Pepsi Max. Enough. Six shackles a day. Five shackles if I buy them. Okay, offer. so three hundred anyway, shackles. But what I think is really interesting. Two hundred shackles. No, okay. What I think is interesting for the Tel Aviv is particularly the supermarket because I know that m- most of my friends feel the same way that supermarket shopping in this country is horrendous. The prices are abominable. Um, we often go to the shuk. Well, I often go to the shuk, but um, it's a bit of a trek for us from Kikarabin. But um, we'll do another episode maybe on the supermarkets and as well if we don't get sued from, from all of them. Definitely. Because I think that's an important one. And it did take me a while to understand to understand that in Israel and where the best places are to go. But just as a quick sequel, I would always recommend Sufasol is the best within Tel Aviv. And if you want to take a little bus outside, Osharad is, is the best outside. With Victor Yohananov. Yohananov, I'm currently boycotting. It really depends. Yohananov, it the, really, really depends. The service yesterday was very upsetting. The prices are not always the same. But wait, once in Yohananov, can I quickly tell the story about the woman? So there was a, a woman, uh, an Arab worker there. I'm telling you that because it's relevant. And she was wearing a hijab. And she had her phone like in the hijab and she was so efficient but the whole town was on the phone and i was so impressed because she was amazing like she i didn't care that she was on the phone because she got the job done but the whole time was like talking whilst putting the food through which i thought was was great so that time i liked jacon enough but i'm over it now okay um so yeah we'll, we'll share that in the show notes and again if there's anything specifically that is an alaire or maybe if you're looking to move to israel and you want to ask an israeli uh, michael is pretty good at understanding bureaucracy in this country and how things work so we can do an episode on like or whatever it is so you know and do send us your ideas or questions and we'll make sure to answer them 
in the next few episodes, um, although I think we'll do one on supermarkets, definitely, because it'll be, it'll be nice for me especially. Okay, so we're coming now to the end of the first episode. Um, I hope that you've enjoyed it. The last thing that I'm going to do, uh, we'll see how this goes, um, but it's stolen from my favourite podcast, um, which is called Shag Married Annoyed, um, with a couple called Chris and Rosie Ramsey. If you haven't watched it, watch it now. There's a lot to binge, and it's, I think it's the best podcast on the market, and as you know, I watch them all, mm-hmm. listen to them all, I don't watch them. Um, and they do a thing at the end where they do what's your beef where they talk about the thing that's really pissed them off about each other they're also well they're married um and it's very funny they call it what's your beef but i thought as we're living in the middle east in israel we're going to call it what's your shawarma which i think is works dabush, well dabush any day of the week what's dabush it's a shawarma so you want to do specifically what's your dabush it's no, very no, niche no, what's your no. shawarma is okay yes you approve okay what's your shawarma now i have many what's your shawarmas but I'm gonna pick one for this week. <laughs> You're looking upset. I do love you. You know that. Okay. Um, so um mine this week is that basically, obviously, when we go to sleep, Michan only wants that my phone is well the data's that it can't be airplane mode, it has to be the data's off, and that it's nowhere in the room, it has to be outside the room. It can't be Nachon? Yes. And it really it shouldn't doesn't. it shouldn't vibrate. It should okay, because be... but then that's in that's in on do not disturb in the evening. And then it's fine. No, it's not. You just need to be able to turn off the data. Yeah. And the Bluetooth. And for it to be outside the room. Ideally, yes, because it's bad. But yours can stay inside the room. Yeah, because mine is the alarm clock. But mine and could I, also be. And I don't bend, and I don't wake up in the middle of the night starting to use Neither it. Neither do I. You did, and that's I've never why done that. I saw you do that. When? You can be in the middle of the night on your Instagram. That's not true. I'm not that addicted. Uh, okay, you were. I saw that. You think you've solved the problem? Oh, that's classic. You really thought you'd like solve this problem for me. Mechon? Okay, and... Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's how we roll. It annoys me because sometimes it's nice to have it in the room. When the alarm goes off, I have to run to the to the lounge and we have an apartment of 50 square meters it's a heck of a, is it 50 55 50, 50. it's a far run um, and i'd like to be able to have it in the room you know it's annoying that is it what will it be better if mine also will be out no or? because i can't handle two alarms going off okay. outside of the room that's too much for me i think it's good as it is and you want to have a try and i'll show you why i it shouldn't be in the room and we'll see maybe we'll have a try yeah we'll swap yours will be outside you wouldn't like it now i don't care yeah i have an alarm clock also on my yeah that's on it. My so we'll call this on friday so obviously tonight's irrelevant because i'm showing my shabbos but maybe on sunday we'll we'll give it mozi shabbos we'll try okay not say shabbos you like it with the you, you don't like it mozi shabbat um, Elena loves to listen to podcasts and for some reason the best way she does it when it's so loud I can hear it from all everywhere it's when I'm in the shower, it's loud so I can hear it over the water. Okay, and all the rest of the time, why is it so when loud? When I'm in the kitchen, I'm cooking, so things are going on and I want it. And then you get upset if I'm with my AirPods because you say I'm too in it. <laughs> even though you bought them for me. Great buy, by the way, the AirPods. I'm still scared I'm going to lose them, but PH two years later. Okay. Um, but I'm sure you, you can find a lower 
that's the volume. But it's not the volume. Show. It's that I listen to them. That upsets you. That I listen All to them. All the time, stand. yes. They okay, follow but you, you and you're not even following. I am. Every now and then you you laugh about something that. Yesterday I was on the street and I was listening to a Love Island podcast and I was all watching myself and I was like bursting out laughing. <laughs> on the street and like people saw me also I took a hasa'a back from a wedding and I got really car sick so I just listened to a podcast to get through and I like also burst like laughing and my friends were like what is going on back there I really like podcasts there's some great ones guys I have a whole highlight on my Instagram if anyone's yeah, interested yeah there are great ones but, but you also listen you need to find a balance when you're washing up when you're in the shower you're also listening to videos it's no very different very quietly Oh, so it's the volume that's the issue. It's not the podcast themselves. No, ideally, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not really following what you're listening, so I don't know how contributing it is to your state of makes state of happy. mind. Okay. I listen to that's all. I try to listen to things that make me smarter and more critical. But you're a dickhead. That also contributes to being a dickhead. Okay, I'm okay. One of the podcast, one of the TV shows. I watch on YouTube on my phone is the one that um, that shows two sides of a certain topic that was raised on the news. I listen to a podcast similar. It's called um, You're Wrong About, and it talks about something on the news and how it's all bullshit in real life. For example, I think everyone followed the situation in Afghanistan. I tried not to, but I did. And with the Taliban, and, for, and, and it was shared everywhere, and I even showed to Elena the photo of the CNN oh, reporter yeah. that one day, yesterday, she was broadcasting while the day before the the thing was uploaded she was broadcasting wearing normal clothes and the next day she was wearing a hijab and full you didn't show this to me you showed me the dog one which was very sad oh so never mind yeah <laughs> which I girls did you show else. it to <laughs> i showed it someone else never mind <laughs> but the story behind it that it's not that extreme of a ch- that that the, ch- the change wasn't that extreme because she always um, had like two dresses and when she um, she broadcast from within their uh, compound the CNN area or the apartment they rent or whatever she wears normal clothes but when she goes out to the street even before the Taliban got control over Afghanistan she's wearing but the full the yeah. full uh, hijab and everything and it's not that extreme of like it's not about the the extreme change. It's but just... surely they're evacuating all the people now anyway. All the um, I don't know. She's still they there. They must be evacuating people. I don't think no. people are trying to defend anyway what's going on. No, but it's I understand what it's you're fake. saying. Like the way they try to show it is fake because it's, it's really bad. A few days before before that, she also wore okay. a hijab. But in general, what's going on in Afghanistan? We are very anti. So we don't get hate mail people saying you don't understand what's going on i try i don't don't, honestly i don't like to read these things because i just know it will make me so sad and i just it's too like it's honestly that's how i feel but i know it's really bad and i know i'm anti-taliban okay let's not go into politics i think that's a very good idea so that's what he does he takes stories so, and okay. proves they're but fake or not, at least then irrelevant you should, then you should listen to your wrong about it's a podcast those two examples spoke while the OJ Simpson trial and shows how the way it was reported in the media at the time was complete bullshit and that's how he got his he got innocent he got, became innocent or was acquitted that's what I was looking for there are enough TV shows about this story. Okay, but this podcast does exactly what you're saying. So my podcasts are just as good as yours. They just say it in a nicer way. Okay, how, how many episodes did you watch of it? 
Listeners, a podcast. Uh, there's many. It's, it's, it's like How many did you listen many, to? Many, many. Uh, probably, I think it's probably 100 all over. You listen to all of them? Yes. Okay. You want to give me a test on them later? No. Uh, maybe. I listen to a lot when we lived, lived in Givashmo. <laughs> I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, okay. Um, so thank you so much to everyone who listened. Um, I really hope that you enjoyed it. Um, like I said, we are very keen to have questions, feedback. Our email address is ccheimpodcast at gmail.com. That's cc, the letter cc. Chaim spelt H-A-I-M at gmail.com. And podcast. Is oh, sorry. Yes, cc Chaim podcast. I'm sure it will be written. And it will be on the show notes, of course. Um, I would also love it uh, if you could follow me on Instagram. Why are you frowning? My Instagram is Network with Helena. That's Network with Helena, spelled H E L E N A. And I just talk about being a business owner, living in Israel, um, our relationship a little bit less so. Um, and it's just a really nice, funny, helpful Instagram. And I would love it if you followed me. And of course, you're welcome to message me there with any questions you have um, for the podcast. We are hoping to release these kind of every Monday. Uh, is my yeah is my social media strategy although Chagim I think that will be a bit, bit more complicated um, but certainly for the next few weeks um, thank you very much and have a lovely week everyone thank you guys Shabbat Shalom Shabbat Shalom well, they're listening on Monday Shabbat <laughs> Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky? in line at the deli I guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.